everyone, it's Cadence, and welcome back to another episode of the Life on Point podcast. It is December, so happy December, everyone. Today, we're going to be talking about motivation, and before I get into it, let's do our pointer for the week. So, this week, I want you guys to focus on the fact that not everything is going to go to plan, and you have to trust that this is for a reason. I know it's really hard when crappy things happen to remember that everything happens for a reason, but you really have to go back to terrible things that have happened and think, okay, if this did not happen, I would have not gotten to do X, Y, and Z. And I know it's hard because there are certain things that happen where you're like, this really shouldn't have happened for a reason. Like, this is literally the crappiest thing that I could possibly be going through, but I promise that you're going to come out of it on the other side. I feel like November and December can be times where just terrible things happen, and I I don't know why this is exactly, but for me in the past, at least for the past three or four years, just bad things happen throughout November and December, even though it's supposed to be a really joyful time. I think as you get older, you start to realize that Christmas time can actually be a really hard time for a lot of people. You know, when you start losing family members or friends and then Christmas time comes around, it's, I think it's because it's such a memorable time for most adults reflecting back on their childhood and remembering all the good Christmas times that they had with their family sometimes when a certain family member isn't here anymore it can really be tough to still feel like it's Christmas and I mean for me I've been away from my external family for the past coming up on four years now so like my grandparents aunts uncles cousins and throughout my whole life we always had the same Christmas tradition we would go to my great-grandmas and great-grandpas for Christmas Eve and we would go visit them and their dog and we would get presents there and then we would go and we would visit my Mahaya which is the Egyptian name for a grandma fun fact if you didn't know that but we would always go there on Christmas Eve and she would make us dinner and we would do karaoke and it was just a whole tradition and so to not have that the first year it was really hard and I will say every year it is hard and especially when I lost my Mahaya to the first Christmas without her it was just really hard for my mom specifically because it was her mom and you know it's hard for me to see my mom so sad so anyway with this little tangent that I'm going on it's just hard to stay happy during such a what's supposed to be a joyful time and obviously we have good moments but just trying to remember that even though there are bad things that happen throughout this joyful season, it all happens for a reason. My three favorites for the week. Starting off, reading before bed. I find that if I read right before bed instead of watching a show, as tempting as that is, I actually have a way better sleep and I fall asleep a lot faster. So lately I've actually been reading my Bible before bed and I've really been enjoying that. My second favorite for the week is bubble baths. I actually don't have proper bubble bath, but I've just been using like shower gel from Bath and Body Works and I love it. It's just so calming. Mix it with some Epsom salts. Mm, Perfect way to end the day. 
My last favorite for this week has been making coffee at home. We got a new milk frother and we got a cute little container to hold all of our Nespresso pods. And we were also out of Nespresso pods for the longest time. So we got all the new Christmas ones. Like we are fully stocked up probably for the next three months. So I've actually really been enjoying making coffee at home instead of going out. I also do not have money right now to be buying coffee. So coffee at home is where it's at. All right, let's move on to the topic for this week, which as I mentioned was motivation. So first off, I want to touch on what is motivation. Obviously, we all have an idea of what motivation is, but I think it's really helpful when we kind of peel back all the complicated definitions of motivation and we literally just look at simply what it is and also to look at the definition before we touch on more aspects to it. So the simplest definition of motivation is motivation is what initiates us and propels us to achieve our goals and it's like a driving force from within and with that in mind we should also know why motivation is important and it's important because it helps us get closer to our goals by driving us to take action it's an internal feeling that can help with how efficient you are as important as motivation is I also believe that we shouldn't rely on motivation and this is because motivation is not a constant in your life. It comes and goes so you cannot rely on motivation to get you through hard things. Of course it's helpful to be motivated when working towards a goal but you have to learn how to work hard even when you're not motivated and this is where I think determination comes into the picture. So of course this whole episode is about motivation and I'm going to be sharing with you guys five tips for staying motivated, but determination is another big factor of this and I've touched on this in multiple episodes in the past because, you know, I've told you guys about how I have been struggling to stay motivated, especially after graduating and I'm going to touch on my experience with not being super motivated in a little bit. But first, I want to share with you guys one of my favorite quotes that I actually just discovered, but I think it's my new favorite quote. It's by uh, Jamie Duray. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I will obviously link it down below. But it just explains the difference between motivation and determination so well. So I wanted to share it with you guys. So the quote says, motivation is what gets you started. Determination is what helps you finish what you started. Just take a moment, take a moment, re-listen to that quote. I read that and I was like, oh my gosh, that is so true. So, so, so true. So I kind of wrote up a bit more of a description between determination and motivation and this is kind of where I landed and that is that determination is the internal purpose for doing something whereas motivation is usually based off of your reason for doing something. So with this, we then know in order to achieve a goal of ours, we must be passionate about it because we feel we do things to fulfill our purpose. Now, that is definitely a mouthful there. It's a lot to kind of take in. But the more that I really thought about it, I was like, the times that I've been motivated has always been when I am inspired by something, I see something that motivates me to do something and I mean we're seeing things all the time we're on social media all the time so it can be easy to I think get a rush of motivation but I think now more than ever motivation leaves so quick 
and this is why it's so important to know why you're doing what you're doing every day. Before I get into my five tips for staying motivated, I think it's always helpful to hear others' experience with not being motivated. I don't think enough people like to talk about when they're not motivated because it can be a little bit embarrassing. You can feel like you're saying you're lazy if you're not motivated because it's like, okay, if you're not motivated, then you still have to do it. It doesn't matter. You hate this. You still have to do it. You know, and I get it. There is things in life that you just kind of have to do and I've accepted that. I think a lot of people have accepted that. doesn't mean they don't suck. I found that I've experienced such unmotivating times after I graduated high school and I think that's just because I now have a little bit more independence with what I'm doing in my life. Even though I know what my goals are and where I want to be in life, I don't have anyone necessarily forcing me to do it. Obviously, I still have my dance teacher in my life and my parents are still involved in my life. But at the same time, there's only so much that they can do. I'm a fully grown adult now and as much as I'm still a teenager, I'm 19, I have a lot more freedom to not do the right things. And after I graduated, you know, it was exciting to not have to worry about school. I'm not an academic person. I've never really enjoyed school knowing that I have a talent with dance. So I never enjoyed it. So once I was done and graduated and I wasn't going to university, I'm still not in university. I let myself be a little bit just free and not do anything. And then once I started the dance season last year, which was my first year not being in high school, knowing that I could fully just focus on dance, I also realized, wow, I have more free time and I could use that to socialize or like find who I am outside of dance. I also find that I will get myself into an existential crisis over not knowing who I am other than a dancer and I'm still struggling with that. I think that's something that I'm always going to think about. I was thinking about this not that long ago too. I kind of had a bit of a breakdown about it. I was like, I don't know who I am other than a dancer. I know the things I'm passionate about, but like if I had to quit dance tomorrow, what would I do? Like what would I possibly be passionate about? And I think it's important for us as we get older to ask ourselves that as dancers because we get so round up in making our whole personality dance. And that's great because sometimes it can keep us more on track, but we also have to remember that we're still human beings outside of dance and it's important that we still focus on that because if you don't, you just lose yourself. And at the end of the day, like when you have your whole dance career and you teach and all of that, you're still going to be left with years in your life where you're not able to dance. So what are you going to do other than that? back to my experience with not being motivated it's just easy to fall off track and you know I drive myself to dance I make my own schedule really especially this year this year is probably even harder than last year although I will say I definitely am more passionate about making my future happen and I think that's also come just from having good influences in my life helping me to stay a bit more on track but throughout the past two years I've definitely been a lot more unmotivated than I ever have in my entire life so I wanted to share with you guys five tips that have helped to 
pick myself up and with these I think that it comes from being very determined about my goals. Let's get into it. The first tip is to go back to your why. Why do you want to achieve x y and z and what would achieving this goal do for you? This has been something that's brought me back to being very determined about dance again because it's so easy to lose sight of what you're working towards. So you need to remember, why did you start dancing in the first place? And this kind of leads me into my second tip, which is to watch old videos of you dancing to reignite that love and passion and joy that you feel for dance. When we were kids, we didn't think about being perfect. We danced because our bodies told us that it wanted to express itself in some other way. And I think that watching your little self just dance and fool around can be something that lights a fire under your butt a little bit more. So you're like, I want to make that little girl proud. Like, she started this because she loves it, not because she feels like she has to do it. And just finding different ways to feel love for dance again is something that I think can really get you motivated in working harder or being more consistent. Whatever your goal is, I don't know where you guys are at in your career or your path, but whatever you need to do going back in time can really help that. My third tip is to go to a performance. So whether you're in ballet or contemporary or you're more into commercial dance, I wanted to curate this episode to all dancers, not just ballet, even though the podcast is Life on Point. And obviously I'm working towards a career in ballet, so I would say that a lot of my advice is mostly curated towards that. But if you are wanting a career in ballet, go watch a ballet performance. If you are more into contemporary, there's lots of contemporary shows And I think that watching a performance can remind you of what you're working towards and it gives you motivation to work harder. You see your idols dancing or how good someone is doing a certain step and it makes you want to be able to achieve that as well. So that can definitely be a good tip to help you for motivation and hopefully that leads you to being more determined about your goals. It can kind of go either way for you. I think it's a good motivation starter. As I said, it gets you started. And hopefully it leads you to finish what you started, going back to the quote that I shared in the episode earlier. My fourth tip is to take time away from dance to let yourself miss it. Now, I know that we don't all necessarily have time for this, but I think in the long run, taking even a month off can be good for us. I mean, summer break can be a good time to do this. And having time to miss something is really good and I know that we all want to stay in shape and this and that but I think that if you're really deciding whether or not you should continue dancing I think if you have a break from it I think you're really going to discover what you're meant to do and sometimes a month is not enough maybe you need two months but in the grand scheme of things if you take two months and you're like no this is really what I want to do like I miss it so much I have to dance you're going to be so much more determined for the rest of your career. You could also take time off and be like, you know what, I discovered other parts of myself that I actually enjoy so much more. And I think in the grand scheme of things, you just have to do whatever is going to make you happy. And unfortunately, if that means quitting something that you thought you wanted to do, that's okay. I have definitely had times where I took some time off or I remember also times... A little bit when I was younger where I was injured and I had to 
watch class and take time off, it definitely made me a lot more motivated to get back into it. And it can be hard, like, seeing other people getting to do something that you love, you want to do. That's why injuries can kind of be a bit of a blessing in disguise because it forces you to stop doing something you love. And you have to watch other people do it every day. You want to do it. You kind of have more of a craving to do it. And also because your doctors are telling you you can't do it, it almost makes you want to do it more. I know that sounds so backwards, but if you're a dancer, you totally understand where I'm coming from. So take some time off if you need to. And if you find other passions, I think that's totally okay. Obviously, I'm not trying to encourage you guys to quit dance, but I also want everyone listening to this to just find what they're passionate about and what they're happy doing. I think it's so important to live a fulfilling life, and if dance is not fulfilling you, then that's okay. I don't think that you're a failure for doing it. I know we can get so caught up in thinking, well, I did this for over 10 years and now it's a waste. I don't think anything is a waste if you learned from it and you brought memories from it to have for the rest of your life. It's never a waste. All right, my last and final tip for you guys is a little activity that you can do, which is to make a vision board, especially if you're taking time off Um, or you have Christmas break. Christmas break is coming up and I think it's important to at least take a week for yourself. So in this time, you can make a vision board for the new year. And the way that I like to do it, and I've done this every single year, I've made a vision board probably for the last five years. So I will go to Pinterest and I will just look up specific things. So obviously I first kind of write out my goals for the new year. I will look up specific pictures to what my goal is. So for example, if my goal was to get into a specific ballet company, I would just look up the logo of that ballet company and I would save that. I would save pictures of really good meals if I wanted to make sure that I was eating balanced meals all the time. If I wanted to start going to the gym more, I would find pictures of a gym or of weights, things like that. If I wanted to get more sleep, I would just find pictures like related to my goals, if that makes sense, and I would save them to a Pinterest board. And then on my Pinterest board, and I'm talking about doing this on my MacBook, so if you have a different computer, I'm sorry. I don't know if this still works but I open up the Pinterest board and then I drag each photo onto my desktop and I have all the photos there and then I usually will put them all into a Google Doc so that all the photos are like say I can have like three photos on one page so that when I'm printing out the photos they can also be smaller pictures they're not all full-sized and I'm also using less paper because I usually will have about like 80 photos So if I can get that into about 40 pages, I only have to print the 40 pages. And then after I put them in the Google Doc, I will print them out and then I have to cut out all the images. This is a very lengthy process. I'm not sure if there is a quicker way to do it. This is just the way I like to do it and they end up looking really good. So that's what I recommend doing. And then I go to the dollar store and I buy a cardboard poster board. I like to buy like the thicker ones, not just the paper. And then I just glue on all the photos. I usually lay it out before I glue them on so that I can see what I like. I'll take a photo of it because sometimes I do this in like a week process because it does take quite a bit of time. But then I glue them all on and I have a beautiful vision board. I'm not sure if I have any photos of them on my Instagram. I might. Um, So you can go see if if that's there. But I'm definitely going to make a new one this year, which I will post on my Instagram. So you can go 
see that when I end up making that, which will be within the next month. But I think vision boards are so great because it helps you to visualize your goals and you can also kind of see your future laid out aesthetically, which can actually be really helpful. I like to put my vision board right in front of my bed, like not where my headboard is, but like when I wake up in the morning where I can see it, it can be nice to like start the day off looking at what your goals are and it can help you get started for the day. So that is my last tip for you guys and I really do recommend making a vision board. I hope you guys try it out. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening to this episode. I will talk to you guys next week of course. My goal for this month specifically is to post a podcast episode every single week and I am planning on staying on track with that. So look forward to episodes every single week this month. If you guys want to see more of my content, I have my Instagram and my TikTok linked down below. Thanks again, guys, for tuning in, and I will talk to you guys very soon.